Are you ready? Your Wausau Cyclones have punched their ticket to the postseason. Wausau will host Game 2 of the Best of 3 Series on Saturday, March 12th at 7.10 p.m. The first 250 fans receive a Cyclones Playoff Rally Towel presented by Pizza Ranch and Cyclones Playoff T-shirt thanks to Four Seasons Screen Printing. Buy tickets at WausauCyclones.com. What's going on, Cyclones fans? Jake Sentholz back with you for episode number 30 of the Inside Cyclones Hockey Podcast. Now, I know I told you, I promised you all I was going to do something special for episode 30. I didn't get around to do anything special as I was in uh, Detroit and Columbus for nine out of the last like 14 days doing NAPHL games, ACHA games, uh, just a lot going on. And really, I guess it's no skin off your back. The only reason I was going to do anything special is because number 30 is my favorite number. It always has been. I was born on the 30th, and my hockey number my entire life uh, was number 30. So that's why I was just going to try and make it special for myself, uh, celebrate the 30th episode. But um, it just didn't didn't happen. Uh, it's just a, a good episode for you, a great episode for you, actually. Uh, but nothing special or out of the ordinary uh, like I was hoping. So, um, again, that is on me, and I do apologize, but uh, still got a very quality podcast for you here. Uh, so, again, it is episode number 30, and we've got a couple of games against the Grizzlies uh, to discuss, and then we're going to move on to a conversation with Zach Surway. Our players only this week is Zach Moppin, and uh, Cal- Coach Colin Bailey going to join us next week kind of uh, wrap up the regular season and uh, get into playoff mode, get into that uh, playoff tone and uh, really, really talk about and focus on what his team's going to need to do uh, to come out of the the weekend victorious. I mean, you need to win at least two out of three against a very tough Grizzlies squad. And uh, that's, that's going to be the task on hand next week when we talk to Coach Bailey. But Cyclones still have some hockey games to play here this weekend as well, going up, going up against the Peoria Mustangs, who have, they have not played in quite some time. And the Mustangs, a very good, very respectable team in their own right, uh, have only lost nine games all year. So the Cyclones, with a chance to uh, beat them, all they need is one game this weekend, and they're going to... Uh, become a 20-win team themselves. A huge, huge accomplishment, but obviously uh, Zach Maupin reiterates it, and I know Coach Bailey uh, thinks this way as well. 20 wins, great, very successful season, but now the only one that matters is in the playoffs, so we'll have uh, all that to discuss on next week's episode, but this week the Cyclones uh, went to Rochester, excuse me, the Cyclones hosted Rochester for two games, want to thank uh, downtown Ollie Burroughs right off the bat for stepping in and doing a great job covering for me. Uh, I do apologize for being away a couple weeks in a row, but I had uh, other opportunities elsewhere, and it, it uh, worked out really well for me that uh, a couple of my old uh, colleagues and a couple of my old mentors were able to uh, step in and help me out and get their first experiences calling an NA3 game. So. Uh, I do hope that they had a great time, and I hope that you enjoyed their broadcast. Again, thank you to Ollie for stepping in. Friday, unfortunately, did not go the Cyclones' way, losing 5 to nothing. Um, I guess the highlight in that game would be uh, Mitch Miskovich making uh, almost uh, enough saves to uh, qualify for a 90% save percentage. He made 43 stops on 48 saves. 
But the the Cyclones, I don't know if uh, they just if it was, they weren't ready to play or the Grizzlies brought their very best or it was a combination of a bunch of stuff. But in front of a very big home crowd, unfortunately, Cyclones lay a bit of an egg. Uh, but the next night, they were able to shake it off, come back and get down to business, uh, losing ultimately four to two. But it was a two nothing hole early in the first scoring a, a minute and 20 seconds in for the Grizzlies was Kyle Brown. Leighton Lifrig uh, also would net one at about the 12-minute mark, but the Cyclones would battle back and score two unanswered of their own, tying it up with just minutes to go in the second period. Zach Maupin got his 10th goal of the season at the 18:31 mark of the first period. Luke Anderson scores for the second week in a row. Uh, he had the lone Cyclones goal in the second period. Cyclones, unfortunately, would give one up. Uh, again to Leighton Liffrig with just 57 seconds to go in the period. And then it was a bit of a defensive battle in the third of the only goal uh, coming via the empty net as the Rochester Grizzlies put the finishing touches on a 4-2 to victory with just 18 seconds left on the clock. But you got to give the Cyclones a ton of credit. Uh, you get stomped on Friday, a 5 to nothing loss, and then you come out and are trailing by two about halfway through the first period. They battle back and keep the uh, Grizzlies to just one goal the rest of the game. They score two of their own. So a lot to be proud of, including goaltender Ryan Burke, uh, who I thought it was his second start of the game. I was corrected by Zach Maupin, but who gets his uh, third chance at a start and plays very, very well. 34 saves on 37 shot attempts. So good on Ryan Burke and uh, good on Coach Bailey as well, uh, rewarding Burke. For a season of hard practice, a season of being supportive, and a season of uh, completing a very well-rounded uh, goaltender room and goaltender group. So Ryan Burke gets to play and gets to start the last home game of the season for the Cyclones. A uh, somewhat rowdy game. A uh, good number of grizzly penalties called in the first. Cyclones, unfortunately, uh, could not take advantage on the power play, which has is it a bit of a shock uh, as good as the power play has been lately? The uh, Cyclones had four different power play opportunities in the first, another one in the second, and then just one in the third. Uh, but we're not able to net any uh, power play goals. Bonarola with a few penalties, and uh, that's pretty much all. That's pretty much all. I guess I can run through who assisted here. Uh, Zach Maupin got an assist from Gage Viersba and Wes Coquet. No surprise to see those two hooking up um, on a goal. And look at that. I was actually, uh, I have been mistaken. So ignore everything I just said for the last about minute. Uh, Zach Maupin uh, did score on the power play. That goal at 1831 came via the power play. Again, Viersba and Coquet uh, assisting. So the Cyclones were able to take advantage of the four power play opportunities in the first, putting them on the board, cutting the lead in half. And then Luke Anderson uh, got an even strength goal assisted by Hayden Shoemake and Pavel Bakhtin. So it was a 0-2 weekend against the Grizzlies, but I would say on Saturday, you got to consider that a pretty good tune-up. And if they can bring that sort of momentum, uh, momentum that sort of mentality to Rochester this coming Friday, or excuse me, yeah, this coming Friday. Um, got a lot of dates going on jumbled up in my head right now. But this coming Friday, if the Cyclones 
uh, can bring that kind of effort. Without that empty net goal, it's only three to two. So you have, you know, your goalie makes one more save or you have a, a puck bounce your way or you capitalize on one more power play. And uh, you're talking about a team that definitely could go shock the Grizzlies and upset the Grizzlies on home ice, come back with a chance to clinch it on Saturday. Uh, but of course, got to win that first one, or at least got to get one of two to have a chance on Thursday. It would be a tough turnaround, or excuse me, on Sunday. Um, it would be a tough turnaround on Sunday for that third game, but the Cyclones, I'm sure, would uh, very much welcome that and uh, would deal with another early morning bus trip on Sunday if it means a chance to win a playoff series and move on to face either Oregon or Peoria. Uh, so, again, um, they, they will face the Peoria Mustangs this coming weekend to officially wrap up the regular season. Obviously, going to want to uh, bring your best in those games and uh, end the season on a high note, doing everything right going into the playoffs. Uh, so again, apologize uh, for my jumbled thoughts here. Been a busy, busy day and a busy couple of weeks for me. Apologize that we didn't do anything super special here for episode 30, but hope that you enjoy it. Uh, hope you can uh, stick around for my conversation with Zach Moppin. But before that, we got a little playoff talk and some important reminders as far as uh, ticket get, not giveaway items and ticket purchases uh, with Zach Surway, which is coming up right after this. This is Inside Cyclones Hockey. Make sure you're following the Wausau Cyclones across your favorite social media at Wausau Cyclones. I am at Sunholes on Sport. Appreciate you being here for another episode of Inside Cyclones Hockey. Zach Surway, Zach Moppin, right after this. Do you like beer? Because we got you. We have 40 tap lines to help peace everybody. Stouts, we got you. IPAs, plenty of them. Sours, you better believe it. Or if you're just like a standard domestic drinker, we don't forget you. Stop down tonight after the game and we'll help satiate you. Milwaukee Burger Company, located on Stewart Ave, just minutes away from the rink. All right, and welcome back inside Cyclones Hockey. Joining me now is the Director of Business Operations for the Cyclones, Zach Surway. And Zach, our home schedule in the regular season has officially come to an end, uh, but it was a pretty good weekend overall. Fan appreciation night went uh, very well, and I know we gave a very uh, sizable check to the soft, girls softball Wausau West uh, program, and really we've been able to raise a lot of money for our uh, partners all season long. Uh, that's through Chuckapuck and, and, and some other stuff we got going on here. And, of course, we're already going to be taking applications for next season uh, if you want a chance to uh, get in and uh, make a little bit of money uh, raised through uh, donations and raised through events that we got going on here at um, at the Cyclones games. So, uh, Zach, want to maybe touch a little bit on uh, how we wrapped up our regular season here at home and then uh, what the listeners uh, would have to do in order to be um, uh, selected uh, to be one of our programs that we uh, raise money for and donate to next season. Yeah, it was a, another good weekend here at Marathon Park and uh, had two really good crowds both nights, especially on fan appreciation. We had a really long line of people um, gathering to to get those, uh, make, seeing if they won a prize after the game. So it was good, uh, good overall. Um, on the hockey side of things, the um, team didn't perform that great on, on Friday night, but Saturday's game was was much uh, much closer, and it'll be a entertaining matchup here in postseason. In terms of 
The community partner program, uh, like you had mentioned with Wausau West Softball, they were able to raise um, just over $1,300 here this season by simply uh, just having two to three people staff the uh, 50-50 and check-up table at games. And uh, it was it's a great, easy, simple way for them to, to raise funds for their organization. Obviously, nonprofits are always looking to to raise additional funds to uh, to help support their program. So we were happy to do that uh, throughout whether our, our jersey auctions or other 50-50 nonprofit groups throughout the course of the season, we're really happy to help support the people that uh, support the Cyclones. And uh, the cherry on top, you get one of those cool classic pictures getting handed a giant check, which is always fun, uh, put on social media and stuff like that. Um, but what would be the process uh, for those that want to get involved next season? So if uh, you had a group that was interested or even um, know of someone else that you want to get that information out to, you just have to go to wassacyclones.com, go on the Get Involved tab, and then scroll down to Community Partner Program, and uh, there's an application process right there on that page, and uh, we'll be in touch and uh, see what we can do uh, when we match up dates here upcoming in the month of July. And, of course, uh, we'll remind you of all that good stuff as we move through the offseason in our offseason version of the podcast. But uh, still hockey left to be played this season. Yes, uh, the home schedule regular season has come to a close, but we've got at least one more home game coming up in the playoffs. And, uh, Zach, a couple of giveaways that night. So the uh, um, the rewards of coming to see the Cyclones in person certainly are not finished, but Items are going to be limited. We expect a very big crowd, so if you want the giveaway, you should get here nice and early, right? Yeah, no doubt. We'll be uh, opening the doors for the home playoff game, game two of the Fraser Cup playoffs versus Rochester on Saturday, March 12th at 6.30 p.m. So I would um, just estimate off the top of my head, you probably want to be in line by 6 p.m. that night uh, to guarantee yourself uh, a playoff rally towel and playoff t-shirt. want to give a special shout out for our great partners in helping to uh, to get those rally towels and t-shirts. Thanks to uh, Pizza Ranch for helping to partner with us on the playoff towel. And then a special thanks to Four Seasons Screen, screen Printing for the t-shirts. Uh, we're really excited. It's going to be a great atmosphere. Be loud. Wave those towels. Get in the face of those Rochester players, um, and it should be a, a lot of fun. Looking forward to the playoff atmosphere upcoming here uh, in a couple weeks. Yeah, uh, we're really going to need the fan support, really going to need the energy that night. So uh, if you're going to come, which we hope you do, make sure you uh, you bring your best energy, and uh, um, it's, it's going to be a fun environment. And, Zach, that also leads into uh, talking about um, tickets. I know tickets are on sale already, and they have been flying. Um, we also got a little bit of breaking news as far as times of the game, uh, which uh, have officially been set now, but let's talk tickets first. Uh, what's the process to get tickets ahead of time? Because um, it's going to be pretty much unlikely, especially if you have a larger group, that you're just going to be able to waltz up to the doors and, uh, and be able to grab tickets as pre-sales have been going quite fast. Yeah, um, I'll reiterate, uh, if you want to guarantee yourself a, a ticket, we'd hate to turn people away. Obviously, there's a capacity limit to the facility here at Marathon Park, so 
To guarantee yourself entry into the playoff game, you need to get your tickets at wassacyclones.com backslash tickets. And uh, the other bonus to getting your tickets um, ahead of time and getting them online is it's a lot uh, simpler process. You don't got to wait in line potentially uh, at the day of the game. And you also save a dollar off your tickets. So just $9 for adults, $6 for kids. I did get a question about uh, playoff tickets being more expensive. Uh, we are going to keep those prices uh, the same here for the postseason. And it's going to be a like we just said, a good atmosphere, and uh, it's going to be a game that fans don't want to miss. So there you go. Uh, all sorts of reasons come down, watch some playoff hockey. And, of course, uh, one game here at home, but potentially three games in this playoff series. The other two can be viewed on Hockey TV. And, Zach, we have official dates and times for those games. It looks like Cyclone's going to be playing for sure on Friday and Saturday with a potential Sunday afternoon game as well. Do you have specific times for the listeners? Yeah, so game one of the matchup versus Rochester will be Friday, March 11th at 7 p.m. at uh, the Rochester Recreation Center um, in Rochester, Minnesota. Um, You can get tickets for that game if you just go to um, the Rochester website, which is rochestergrizzlies.com um, I'm sorry rochestergrizz.com a little bit shorter than that so you can they do have an online ticketing system just like us so you can get those ahead of time for game one of the postseason and then game two is going to be Saturday night March 12th at 7 10 p.m. here in Wausau and then a potential game three will be back over in Rochester that will be a 1 p.m puck drop so hopefully the cyclones will win the first two games and we won't have to worry about uh, a game three back in rochester yeah uh that would be that'd be ideal right that'd be the picture perfect but hey even if you can split it's a tough turnaround on sunday but i think a a welcome challenge for coach bailey and any of those guys if they can uh if they have a chance to uh, do that turnaround trip on sunday and go go uh clinch a postseason victory series victory i should say over on rochester ice but if you're thinking about going to rochester on friday i would say everything we said about the game here on saturday is going to apply over there and then some maybe on friday uh so they're gonna have a big crowd make sure you get your tickets early make sure you show up early over there as well if you're planning on making the road trip to rochester uh zach anything else that we missed here i know a lot of information uh tossed out there so go ahead feel free to rewind or head over to awasacyclones.com and you can get further information on on anything that we talked about here but anything else that the uh, listener listeners should know uh, as we head into the final weekend of the regular season against the peoria mustangs well there you got anything else uh, like i said earlier bring the energy for the home playoff game on march 12th enjoy it it's going to be a lot of fun and uh i know the players love playing in front of a rowdy crowd so be loud get here early get your towels waving it's going to be a fun atmosphere for everyone to be a part of it certainly will uh we do have one more episode coming up for you next week before uh, those games officially take place uh hopefully we're going to be talking about a 20 win cyclone squad uh cyclones just have to win one out of two games in peoria this weekend and they'll officially eclipse that 20 win mark uh, I think a massive, massive accomplishment for those of us like uh, Coach Bailey, Zach, I have been around for a few years. Uh, 20 wins is, is a very big milestone. So uh, make sure you tune in on Hockey TV. Watch the Cyclones uh, try their best to to get to that 20 win. 
uh, number and uh, tune up one final time before taking the Rochester's on, Rochester Grizzlies on in the playoffs. So that's going to be it. We will talk to you next week. Zach, thank you for your time as always. Go Clones. Go Clones. That is Director of Business Operations for the Cyclones, Zach Serway. All right, Cyclones fans. You've heard us talking about Apex Learning Virtual School and how it's a flexible online program with hundreds of NCAA-approved courses. But what we haven't told you is that you don't have to enroll as a full-time student to take advantage of their program. Let's say you need to free up your mornings or afternoons and you want to just take a class or two online, you can do that too. If you need to retake a class to improve your grade for NCAA eligibility, ALVS does that as well. Most traditional high schools will take credits from Apex Learning Virtual School. As a matter of fact, thousands of students uh, who are enrolled in traditional schools take summer classes each and every year with ALVS. As you can see, ALVS isn't just for hockey players. Have a child that could benefit from online learning? They offer courses in grades 6 through 12, and any student can enroll in their full-time program or enroll part-time just taking the courses that they need when they need them. Learn about both opportunities on their website at www.alvs.com. And welcome back inside Cyclones Hockey. Joining me for this week's Players Only segment, it is number seven forward for the Wausau Cyclones from Chesterfield, Missouri. It is Zach Maupin. And uh, interestingly, I actually might be headed to Chesterfield here in like a week or two for the ACHA uh, National Tournament. It's being held in uh, Chesterfield in St. Louis. So that's a little beside the point, but just uh, I looked at your hometown. I was like, hey, I might be heading there in a week or so. But anyway, Zach, uh, thank you for joining me, taking a few uh, minutes this morning after practice. You guys had a late practice this morning, um, but two games left in the season before we start to head to playoffs. We'll get to... uh, We'll get to your history here in just a minute, but how has practice been going? Um, and give me a little bit about last weekend. You guys got a chance to tune up against the uh, Grizzlies. How do you think last weekend went, and uh, what's the vibe been at practice and stuff like that heading into the last week of the regular season? Um, as far as practice, I think we're just kind of getting back for playoffs, um, kind of just making the practices a lot faster and working harder practice, a lot of compete. Um uh, regarding the games last weekend, I don't think uh, Friday night wasn't our best, obviously. Um, I think we were kind of still basking in the glory of clinching playoffs. Sure. But um, Saturday night, I think we showed Rochester that we are, we mean business. Uh, even though we didn't get the dub, I think we made a statement that we're not just going to lay down and let them have it. So. Well, and you've, you know, you've beaten them a couple of times already earlier in the season and uh, played a couple good games since then, but... You guys played well in front of Burke, I thought. Uh, him getting his, what, only second start of the season, I thought he Third. played pretty well. Third, Third start of the season. Um, uh, <laughs> and you go down in a 2-0 hole pretty early and then end up uh, coming back and playing playing real well. So uh, I thought as far as tune-up games go against the best team in the division, you guys uh, definitely held your own and prepared yourself uh, as well as you could. Um, but for you personally, let's take it back a little bit. Tell me a little bit about your hockey history. Obviously, you're from Missouri, uh, what is, what's the hockey culture like in Missouri? Is there a lot of like, uh, youth is there, did you play in the NAPHL or tell me a little bit about your journey getting here to Wausau? Um, I played a lot of, uh, central States division hockey, uh, basically my entire hockey career. Um, played a couple, like two years of AAA, played one year for NAPHL for car shield, uh, my 15s year. 
But other than that, I mainly played Chesterfield Falcons uh, from when I was probably like, I want to say like maybe 10 up until 18. Okay. So a lot of years at Chesterfield. Uh, and then my last uh, last year, I played 18s for Triple A Blues, which is my first year of uh, Tier 1 uh, hockey. So for Triple A, and that was nice. But um, and then, yeah, I ended up here. So, so. Uh, you obviously stuck around uh, Missouri for most of your career. How'd yeah. you end up coming up to Wisconsin? Did you talk to Colin? Did you know a couple guys on the team? Uh, how'd you end up here in Wausau? Um, well, originally I was up in Connecticut, Stanford, Connecticut, playing for, well, I don't know if I should say playing, but I was at training camp for okay. NCDC team, uh, Connecticut Junior Rangers. That didn't work out, obviously. So, And then I know Gage and uh, Derek Cagle, so I gave them a, a text, and I was like, hey, didn't work out up here. think I can maybe, you know, talk to your coach and see what, if I can work something out here. So, And then I talked to Colin for probably about two two weeks or so. You know, got to know him a little bit more about the team, and then, you know, eventually got me out here and um, playing with the team. Well, it's obviously worked out. We're very happy to have you here in Wausau. You've been a, a very impactful player. Let's just go right across the stat line. 10 goals, 11 assists, a power play goal, two power play assists, two shorthanded goals, two game-winning goals, and a shootout goal. That's a pretty busy season, and you've done it all in 33 games because of your injury, which we'll get to uh, in a couple minutes here. But let's start with the two shorthanded goals. They came early on in the season, but two goal, two shorthanded goals in the span of four games. You're a very impactful and one of the uh, main penalty killers on this team. So as a penalty killer, I... I would I would imagine I played goalie my whole life so I can't speak from from experience but I would imagine blocking a shot breaking it out of the zone on the penalty kill is thrilling enough but then when you have a chance to convert it into an opportunity and then you actually get the goal on top of it that's got to feel that's got to feel awesome right Oh uh, yeah absolutely shorthanded goals like one of those things in hockey where you know, it doesn't happen very often so what yeah. it does is kind of a big lift up for your uh, the confidence and um to be honest with you both of my shorthanded's were just massive uh mess ups from the other team that just were super predictable so i mean i, I don't want to give us myself as much credit just because it was more their fault than it was mine sure but um that's a large part of penalty killing though isn't it like uh you know the the power plays getting comfortable passing the puck around maybe a few too many times around the outside eventually yeah. they're going to make a mistake and you're just looking to capitalize yeah absolutely you're kind of just waiting for your uh, opportunity for them to mess up so you can pressure them and get the puck for sure. Well, I believe early on in the season I called you the most dangerous penalty killer in the NA3. Um, and, and at the time, uh, I think it probably reigned true. I mean, two shorthanded goals in the first like six games of the season or something like that. I doubt anybody else across the league had that. But uh, you go on, you make some uh, power play imp- impact, obviously continue uh, on the penalty kill, but then ended up with an injury. I believe it was a bruised MCL. No. Is that correct? Because th- Will Britton said you guys had the same injury. But yeah, we both had a grade 2 MCL sprain. Sprain, that's what it is. Okay. So basically, yeah, I mean, out for four weeks. Um, yeah, it was kind of kind of sucks because I just started to, like, pick things up and was really taken off with some uh, my play. So I was hoping to keep – obviously, the, the devastating news being told, yeah, you can't touch the ice for another X yeah. amount of weeks. It's kind of frustrating, but um, – Came back, trying to get back into it, stay strong. Well, and I asked Will the same thing, too. The team really went on 
a really great streak while you guys were out. Like, how tough was that watching them put together, you know, a five-game win streak? I think they won six out of eight at one point. And, um, you know, obviously you had helped them get there. You had helped them ramp up to that, yeah. but then have to sit on the sidelines and, and kind of watch them go through that string. Uh, what kind of goes through your mind, and is that just extra motivation to get as healthy as you can, get out on the ice as soon as you can? Yeah, I mean, obviously I want to be out there and be part of that, but, I mean, I was kind of – wasn't exactly – bothered by it by be missing it too much just because I was happy to see us like succeeding even with you know me and Brits being out it's kind of you know I mean missing two guys like that it's sometimes can take a toll on a team you know bring them down a little bit but it's, they completely bounced back didn't even think anything of it and just they were piling through everybody winning all of them well there you go uh team guy right there team first and uh it's it's definitely you know that that kind of statement coming from somebody like you and and Will he had kind of the same sentiment. It's like you guys are impact players. You play a lot of time on the ice, and for them to be able to string together, you know, that kind of success and victories without two uh, big parts of, of the roster, I think it, it says a lot about this team as a whole and you guys uh, just as as a whole like next man up mentality and and uh, what coach has been able to get out of you guys this season. So um, you we already talked about last week but now you have a chance against Peoria who you have not played in a while but they're obviously a very good team as well uh just single digit losses but you guys just got to get one out of two this weekend you'll end the season with 20 victories uh you haven't been here in the years past but 20 victories is like a mind-blowing concept to those of us that have been around for a while I've heard uh, it's been rough yeah yeah so uh that's even even though you weren't here in the past like what does it mean to you to, to have that much success this season here um, in Wausau and I guess your first year in the NA3? I think it's more of just like not necessarily the 20 wins milestone. It's just like um, prepping for playoffs, to be honest with you. just um, I mean, obviously, we want the 20 wins. Like, mm -hmm. sure, it's great, but like we want to win playoffs. You know, you want to go as far as we possibly can in playoffs. And I think Peoria is going to be a tough matchup just because they're a good team even before playoff time and you know like they're not gonna they're gonna bring everything so we got to match that energy and come at them yeah you guys are gonna have a, a gauntlet of teams but no nothing that you can't handle nothing that you haven't already you know um uh stepped up to and and overcome this season so i definitely wish you guys the best of luck moving forward i'm looking i'm looking forward to and very excited to be able to broadcast uh, a playoff game in just a what a little bit over a week here i think you guys will be back on home ice a uh, couple more questions here before I let you go. As I mentioned, 10 goals, 11 assists. Have you always been kind of like that multifaceted player, or uh, are you more of a goal scorer, more of a playmaker in the, in the past in your career? Uh, how do you kind of analyze yourself as a hockey player? Um, when I was a bit younger, I used to – my goal stats would weigh more over the uh, assist column, but just recently, the past couple of years, I mean, my assist stat is definitely – uh, piled up more than the um, the goals. Um, I don't I don't really try to outweigh the other or anything. It's just kind of whatever happens happens. Um, yeah. I feel like too that kind of is naturally when you start playing at these higher levels and you start playing with more talented guys on every on every single line and you're a big part of the power play and stuff. You know, assists are naturally going to rack up because there's other guys there that have the ability to finish too. And maybe when you're younger, you know, you're the main goal scorer. You're the main guy that people look to get the puck to. So. Uh, maybe maybe it's part of that as well. But that leads me to my last question, second to last question. Uh, the power play unit has been phenomenal basically since November, December on. You guys have been really, really good. Was there something that kind of clicked maybe during that um, 
lane showcase and it changed or is there did you guys set up the power play differently or is it kind of just that chemistry finally kicked in because the effectiveness from the first half of the season to the second half is it's crazy yeah i think um we switched up our power play a couple times actually just to uh you know just try some things out and i um i think the the guys just started to like click a little bit and be able to find each other and know we're going to be just to make it actually happen instead of just trying to force something sure and run a set power play just kind of improvise and um make it happen beautiful well last question for you um you still got a long way to go in your hockey career but when it's all said and done when you hang up the skates what are your hopes like that you'll be able to have accomplished by then like what would make you happy when you're done and you look back on your hockey career you know having gotten that far um i think i'd like to be able to look back and say that i gave everything i could and made it to the highest level that i could and i would call that succeeding in my mind uh, whether, you know, that's playing ACHA D3 or quitting next year or even, you know, going to the NHL, you know, whatever happens. Um, not that I'm saying that I'm going to go to the NHL or anything. But, uh, <laughs> or quit, hopefully. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, I just would like to further my talents as far as I possibly could, and that's what I would call success for my hockey career. Well, you certainly uh, have launched yourself on a good path here your first year in Wausau. Uh, if you are still in the NA3, decide to come back, we will – Welcome you with open arms, or otherwise, if you uh, move on to bigger and better things, we wish you the best of luck as well. Uh, I think a lot of you guys, most of you guys, as far as you want to take in your hockey career, I think you have the ability, and you're certainly towards the top of the list. So uh, thank you for your time. That is number seven forward for the Wausau Cyclones, Zach Moppin. You bet. Tommy's Express Car Wash has everything you need to keep your car clean. And with locations in both Weston and Wausau, it's never been more convenient. With their amazing conveyor belt loading system and license plate recognition technology, you can be in and out in three minutes or less. Plus, take care of the inside of your car with free vacuums and floor mat washers right there on site. Tommy's Express on Schofield Ave in Weston and Bridge Street in Wausau. Don't miss a minute of Cyclones hockey this season. Catch all the action on HockeyTV.com.